welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is your host, Sarah Hart Unger, and this is a podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. It is 2022 as you are listening to this, and I am going to call this the first episode of season four of this podcast. It has been a really fun and wild ride since it began. I have so appreciated the opportunity to review fun planners and talk to amazing people. I was just going back in time and looking at the list of guests we had last year, and it was just an amazing roster. Uh, Some highlights included Gretchen Rubin, total dream guest, Anandi Raman-Kreeth, who taught us all about how to use Trello just recently, Sarah Powers, host of The Mom Hour, Meg and Myra from Planners and Wine Podcast, and Karina, who owns the beautiful Honey Press NC shop that I love to order from. So it's been a wonderful year. And I'm hoping that 2022 will be filled with all things fun in the Best Laid Plans community, more great guests, more great questions. So please keep your suggestions and thoughts coming as I'd love to have each and every one of them. In today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about my favorite goal-setting techniques and kind of how I went about creating my 2021 goals. Now, fun fact, I decided this year to kind of create a little bit of a goal-setting session, and I was able to actually kind of present it to some people at work, as well as uh, the group on the Patreon of my other podcast, Best of Both Worlds, and I got some positive feedback about it, which was really, really fun. And I'm not going to go through the whole session now, because first of all, many of you probably already have your goals list for this year, but I'm still going to talk a little bit about the techniques that I put in there. So one thing that I had people do during this session was to pretend that they're sitting here in 2031, or if we're doing this this year, maybe 2032, like think about what age you're going to be and actually look back and think about the last 10 years, if things went well and what you're most happy about, like what is the ideal picture and vision that you could have for yourself 10 years from now? Think about the age of your family members, what you'd like your home to look like, maybe what you'd like to be doing for work, all aspects. And just give yourself time to daydream and journal about that. It's actually really kind of fun and also kind of surprising how little we think about our futures in very concrete terms like this. Then take a step back and think a little bit closer to home and think about the end of 2022 and what a successful year might look like if you were looking back from that vantage point. What are the things you're most proud of? What did you accomplish? What are the really fun things that you got to do? What projects have you built up on? And maybe what have you left behind? So think a little bit about that and what an ideal year-end review might look like in December of 2022. Then it's time to take a little bit of a look back if you haven't. Obviously, we're all in this reflective mode and we've been in it. So a lot of us have spent a lot of time thinking about what worked and didn't work in 2021. But if you haven't done that, give yourself a chance to just write down the hits, the misses, the best ofs, the worst ofs, things you never want to do again, etc. And think about just, you know, the things you learned from that time. Obviously, being in pandemic, post-pandemic, mid-pandemic times, God, who even knows where we are right now, there have probably been more lessons learned and things thought about than ever before. So what can we take away from that? And what can we mourn and what can we celebrate? And then after you've done all of that reflection is a great time to brainstorm your actual list of things you'd like to do in 2022. 
And so if you haven't done it, I invite you to pause the podcast right now, get out a piece of paper, and think about the next 12 months that we have ahead of us. 365 days. That is a lot of time and a lot of possibility. And certainly we're going to leave lots of room for some spontaneity because spontaneity is going to happen whether we want it to or not. That's just how life is. But at the same time, having some really exciting things in mind that you'd like to work towards or just to get to do is really useful because the truth is some types of fun you have to plan in. And that's why I think this podcast is so important and hopefully why some of you enjoy listening to it. So if you haven't, this is your permission right now. It is not too late, even though the calendar says 2022 today, to go ahead and start working on that list of what you you know want to incorporate into your new year. Once you have your list, then you can go into a big edit because you might have come up with things that sound good on paper or you felt compelled to write down for one reason or another, but that aren't necessarily going to fit within the time constraints or lifestyle or reality constraints. Like maybe you have a newborn. It's probably not the time to, I don't know, travel to another continent or something like that. So look at your list and start to edit. Circle the ones that make you happy and that look really fun and see if you can keep as many of those on there as possible. Then go through and think about which goals are habits. Like were some of these things that you'd like to incorporate into your morning routine, your lunchtime routine, your dinner routine, any of the routines that make up our days of our lives. And if it is a habit that would fit best in a routine, write that routine there so you can get very specific about how you could accomplish that habit. For example, if you have a flossing habit on your list, is that going to be before bed? Is it going to be in the morning? Are you going to keep floss at work? Like, what is your actual plan for executing this habit? If it's a time-specific goal, think about whether you could get it on the calendar right now. So for example, let's say one of your goals is to celebrate a loved one's milestone birthday. Maybe it's your partner's 40th birthday or something like that. You obviously have a time frame for that, right? Because it's going to be around their birthday. When would you need to start planning for that? You could take a moment right now, and if you use an electronic calendar, give yourself a reminder in that time frame. Or if you use paper, give yourself a reminder in that time frame. And that way, you'll kind of already have a blueprint to start with of when to focus on some of these goals throughout your year. If it is a project goal, you could take time right now to identify the first step of the project and see where it would fit in. When you have a goal that has a lot of step and is a big project, it can be intimidating. So identifying that very first step can be really useful in removing that factor that might be blocking you from getting started. You could also take the time to think about what a primary goal might be among the goals that you've set. There are some goals with when you think about them, doing them can help with all of the others. So for example, a goal like this might be screen time. Because as I discussed in my episode about carving out bad habits by kind of like piling in new ones, sometimes the best way to, you know, do all the other things in your life is to get rid of some time wasting. So you could think about that in two ways. You could think about that in terms of building up all of the good things and the things that you'd rather do instead. But you also might want to pay mind to reducing something that you feel is sucking time or energy away from you. Another example of that might be sleep. Sleep is such a habit that is going to kind of determine how we're able to face the world. Personally, if I don't get a reasonable night of sleep, I find it very hard to do anything else for at least the next day until I can get better sleep. So you might want to identify a habit like that as your primary goal. 
something which is more of the basic building block of life, but to which everything else is going to rest on. And then you're also going to want to set a time to check in with yourself because it may not happen automatically. Personally, that is why I enjoy using the Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets because they are set on a monthly basis so that forces me, it reminds me to want to look at goals, both my goals for the year as well as the goals I set for the month on a regular interval because I feel pressure like I want to fill out those pages and make sure that I'm using my beautiful planner and thus the monthly cadence is going to happen. You guys all know that I also love doing weekly goals. I usually do them on Sundays as well as work ones on Fridays. And I like a set of goals for the new quintile, depending on where we are in the year. So your cadence can be anything that works for you. I've heard people share all different types of ways of dividing the year that seem to work for them. But you're going to have to set up some kind of a reminder so that you don't just kind of like have the days go by and forget about what you set out to do. All right, we're going to take a quick ad break and I will be right back with some of my goals for this year. If your to-do list is anything like mine, it often takes on a life of its own. I'm Eric Fisher, host of the Beyond the To-Do List podcast. And each week I talk with productivity experts, authors, and creatives as they share their insights on how to live life beyond the to-do list. People like Phil Rosenthal of Everybody Loves Raymond and Somebody Feed Phil about creativity, family, food, and travel. Productivity expert David Allen on getting things done. And Whole30 founder Melissa Urban on setting boundaries in your personal and professional life. Find a great new episode each week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. We are now well into spring, and there's no better time to shop for beautiful cotton sweaters that can take us right into the next season. And definitely take a look at their dresses. They have so many pretty ones. I'm obsessed with the day dress. It's so classic and versatile. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. All of their sweaters and tops pair with jeans, work pants, and more, and can be styled to fit practically any occasion. Find your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com. Promo code PLANS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code PLANS50 to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code PLANS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PLANS50, P-L-A-N-S 50, at factormeals.com slash PLANS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, I am back. And I thought since 
I have to admit, I love hearing lists of other people's goals because they always give me so many ideas for my own that I would share mine. I also did a mini version of this on the Best of Both Worlds podcast episode I did with Laura a couple weeks back. So you can check that out where she shares hers and I share mine. But this is going to be me going through kind of like my draft 22 for 22 list as it stands right now. I also love mining other podcasts and looking for goals episodes. I mean, maybe it's just me, but you know, the Happier Podcast does a wonderful job reviewing and talking about their goals and a few of my other favorites. I'm just like really excited for them to talk about their 2022 goals. I don't know why. I just think it's really fun. So I figure I might as well contribute. And I promise in the coming weeks, we'll have more Q&A, more listener content, and hopefully some great interviews coming up because I feel like I've just been talking a lot. But until then, you're going to humor me once more, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I'd like to get done in the next 12 months. So the first I have on my list is that I'm thinking about training for a 5K to try to improve my time a little bit. I have a running training plan that I like to use when I'm getting quote-unquote serious, which is not very serious, to kind of get up to 20 or 25 miles per week. So I'm hoping to do a slightly faster 5K for me. Again, I set my goals against up myself when it comes to things like that, not against some arbitrary standard. But I'm going to try to run a race in April. And then we always have a Mother's Day 5K in my neighborhood in May. And so my goal is to be able to, you know, feel okay and feel good about how I can run in that very casual, fun race. Another thing I have on my list is a total treat goal. And that is that I would like to try to get in a monthly massage or facial. I recognize that is like such a privileged, like, you know, treat type of thing. And certainly that would not have been a realistic goal at many other points in my life. But I'm at a point where I think I could fit this in and I get so much joy out of taking care of myself in those ways on a regular basis. So I'm hoping to do that in 2022 if it's feasible. Another goal I have on my list is to stay current and complete with my Hobonichi five-year journal. I didn't fill in every single day of 2021, but I was pretty close and I did go back and backfill some spaces where I was light. So I just hope to continue that habit into 2022. I hope to plan a spring break trip with my, she'll be 10. And we had an idea in my family that when you turn 10, you get to plan the family trip that year, any domestic destination. She said she didn't want to go anywhere. There was wild animals. And I mean, that limited us. Most states have at least some wild animals. So we settled on Washington, D.C., which is a very urban environment, and probably most of the wild animals are in the zoo. And I just thought that sounded like a fun destination anyway. I am 100% going to fit in a little excursion to the Erin Condren store in Virginia near D.C. when we go. Uh, But yeah, one of my goals is to have her help really plan that trip out. And honestly, that's an example of a calendar-specific goal. I've got to go ahead and, you know, book flights and book where we're going to stay and make a list of activities well in advance of the trip. Another thing I want to do on my goals list is to refresh my wardrobe. And I specifically want to focus on jewelry because I really don't have much jewelry at all. And I really feel like it puts together an outfit. And I don't mean like fine, fancy jewelry, more just like cute stuff to like make me look a bit more put together some of my work outfits, as well as shoes, because my shoes are like really, really showing their age. And I sort of tend to gravitate towards several comfortable pairs that I have and just wear them to absolute death. And I feel like every pair I have is at that absolute death point. So it's time to do a refresh there. I plan to complete Organize 365. So you guys know I'm a huge fan of the system and we are moving to a home about one mile away. 
pretty soon. And so I'm hoping to do three rounds of this organizational system to set up our new home. Here's a totally frivolous one I have on the list. Buy a work bag with a zipper because sometimes you just need things on your list that are easy to check off and purely kind of fun. So I'm planning to do that. I have try an in-person yoga or boot camp class. That's, of course, pandemic permitting, but hoping to get back to that as my kids are now older and going to things like that is less of a big deal than it was in the past. I want to host a book club. So I really, really like to get to know more of my neighbors and I love reading and I love socializing. So I'm hoping to plan all of those loves into hosting a book club at my house. I also want to go to a live conference, ideally with a poster. So I've already submitted an abstract with one of my trainees at work. And so this is kind of already hopefully coming into fruition to attend a live conference next year. But that's something I've really, really missed in the pandemic. So putting it on my list will help me just like make it a priority and remember how important it is to get to connect with other people that have similar careers to mine so I can learn and just feel like part of a community. And I think that just adds so much joy and engagement to work. I have a goal to go on more one-on-one dates with each kid during the week. I used to do mommy days where I would take the kids for an entire day, but I think I'd like to focus more on shorter outings, like, but more frequently. So I proposed this to my 10-year-old and she's like, yes, that's awesome. We can like each have a week per month, like first week, second week, or third week on a given day. I do have childcare, so I could have her stay a little bit later on those days and take the kid on some kind of like outdoor walk. Like it could be really simple stuff. We could just like go to Dairy Queen and go for a walk. It doesn't matter. But I think this would just be nice because I really treasure one-on-one time with my kids and it is kind of hard to get sometimes. I have three kids, by the way. So yeah, getting them alone is can be difficult. I want to continue with my daily habits of Headspace and Duolingo. And since I talked about kind of making sure with habit goals that you think about where you're going to fit them in. Headspace is something that I like to do with my morning routine. And Duolingo is something I like to do. And by the way, I usually do these on weekdays, not weekends. And I'm fine with that. Like I'm I'm not a streak kind of a person. So I'm very at peace with the idea these are weekday tasks. Duolingo, I like to do at work. Like if there's downtime between patients or at lunch, I just like to check that off my list every day. And I usually do it during the workday. It takes about five minutes, seven minutes, maybe. I want to listen to more music, like try to pay attention to two albums per month and play them a few times and really get to know them. I have had that goal before and I'm not always successful with it, but we'll see how I do. Certainly Spotify is a great tool for that. It can help. I want to complete my 2020 and 2021 photo books. Yes, I am that behind on photo books, but I do treasure our family photo books. And I know that when I'm 20 years, I'm going to want to have like every year that our kids were little, I want to have a book and, you know, that requires making the book. So I'm going to make perfect the enemy of done, or that's not the right phrase. Perfect is the enemy of good, right? So these photo books are going to be totally okay, but complete. That is my goal for that. I want to continue my savings goals. I'm not going to give specific numbers for this, but I definitely want to continue putting a lot into retirement. And then we're going to be putting some into our new house. So that's exciting. And then finally, I'm hoping to publish a, an ebook based on some of the content of this podcast. And I'm actually going to be working with an expert in writing this kind of book to help me because I've had this goal in the past, but it's been kind of hard to make it come to fruition on my own. So that's pretty much it. Those are most of my goals. There may be some others that sneak in there, but those are the main ones for 2022. I know we'll have a lot of other adventures and fun things that we do as a family. 
For example, my big kids are going to sleepaway camp for the first time. So that's going to be an adventure in and of itself. But yeah, lots of things to look forward to in the year. But those are the ones that I'm going to kind of track and pay attention to. I'm going to put them both into my Cultivate system as well as have them in my Todoist to refer to so I don't forget them. And I'll remember to look at my yearly list at least at that monthly interval so I don't forget what's on there. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking to you in this new year, the beginning of season four, all about some of the systems that I love to use in goal setting, some things to keep in mind when you're setting goals for the year, and then finally a taste of my own goals list for the year. If that part was super boring, I hope it wasn't. I hope that you still continue to come back because most of the content is still going to be around planning and brands and thoughts and all things like that. So don't worry, you won't have to hear about my goals all year round. So again, thank you so much for listening. I will see you next Monday. Have a wonderful week. You can always find show notes at my blog, theshoebox.com, T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com. Just click on the best laid plans icon and you can see all the show notes, including a picture of my 2022 planner stack. And you can reach me there. My email is in the contact section. It's shoeboxblog at gmail.com, S-H-U-B-O-X-B-L-O-G at gmail.com. Or you can just leave me a comment there. I'm always open to suggestions and I want more questions, especially audio questions. So please send those in. Have a wonderful week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices. Amplified.